You're listening to The Next Dimension, Dragon Ball Super Presents, Episodes 32, 33, 34, and 35. Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Jesse Garrett and with me is Donovan Morgan Grant and the show is The Next Dimension. Probably should have led with that. <laughs> well, I'm sure they, they, they read it. Well, hopefully they read it uh, and downloaded it uh, freely of their own will and this isn't a mistake. Um, but thank you and welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, and as last time, we are continuing... Our look, our fresh out the box look at Dragon Ball Super and playing catch up with the rest of Dragon Ball fandom because Lord knows we're behind. But anyways, um, how have you been in the last, uh, how have you been in the last month in America, Jesse? Well, I've been good. Uh, got the baby, the wife, the family. All oh, that's going well. Got a new job. That's, that's interesting. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, everything's, everything's going smoothly here, uh, in America, <laughs> for now. How, and how, how have you been, my friend? Uh, I've been good. Um, well, I, <laughs> I shouldn't mean to do this. I have a girlfriend now, so that's nice. Uh, so take that. I think it was Rich, who we'll hear about later, who said last time, ah, yes, in the future, Jesse will be raising his daughter and starting a family, and Donovan will be editing podcasts alone. Take that, <laughs> if it was you, Rich, or whoever said it. <laughs> 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 I proved you wrong. I'm very happy right now. But um, anyways, um, we are continuing our review of the Universe 6 arc, or saga, or tournament, or however you want to label it. And we're probably just going to get right into it. When we have emails, we'll, we will read them at the end of the show, as we did last time. And really, without further ado, we can just kind of just jump right into episode 32. Things really heat up these episodes, I think. Oh, yes. <laughs> in some cases, literally, in regards oh, to the last fun. one. Fun! I didn't, I didn't even think of that. Dun, dun, dun. Watch out, Vegeta! <laughs> um, so, uh, if I look into my notes, the first thing that we see in episode 32 is Dende and Popo playing tennis, which I had forgotten about. Um, but that is a transition from there into the Room of Spirit and Time, I mean the hyperbolic time chamber, where we see Goku and Vegeta train. And I'll just say right here that, like, if anybody's wondering about this, because it is a kind of a blinky missed line of dialogue that, I believe Dende or Mr. Popo, one of them restored the Room of Spirit and Time because it was destroyed during the Boo Saga. Uh, and I guess they fixed it to where you can kind of go in however long you want. It doesn't matter how long you stay there because before then it had like a two-year time limit. So anyway. I know they mentioned that in the last couple episodes that the room was restored. Right. I think. Because I think Goku mentioned wanting to go there to train. Yeah, there's a lot of off-screen um, you know, things that happen <laughs> that they kind of you know, address in these episodes. Um but uh, he and Vegeta are training uh, pretty much. They're, 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 you know, they're kind of talking. Um, I know Vegeta says actor age for once, and Goku's like, but Saiyans don't age. Um, and they're wondering about who the, who the ultimate fighter is that Lord Beerus is going to bring forth. And that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, we move to the day of the tournament where everyone assembles outside of Capsule Core. Of course, the, like, like, the, like the, the Dragon Ball team all think that they're going to some sort of wonderful, happy, fun time. I guess they know it's a tournament, but like Krillin had told everybody there was a picnic or whatever. But everybody's there. Um, except for, yeah, Gohan's not there, right? I think he is like, like missing. I didn't see Gohan, yeah. Or, or, or Videl, for that matter. But, right. But a couple episodes ago, Gohan... He implied he had some pretty he like heavy studying or, or something to do that he, he wouldn't be able to make. Yeah, it. It's a conference or whatever, but um, don't worry, we have Yamcha and Chaozu to pick up the slack. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. They sure do say nothing. Chaozu, but no Tien, right? Tien is there. I, I saw I saw him in the, in the last one. 
Okay, I, I didn't. It, see literally, it. Every, all the every every single character. There's, there's Roshi rocking an awesome pink shirt. Yes, yes, as always. So they show up, and Wiz is there to kind of t- uh, take them to travel. He says it's going to be like I believe like three hours of a trip. Um, and they're waiting for Goku and Vegeta, and Goku and Vegeta rock up, rocking beards from like training for the last three years in the room of Spirit and Time. Um, <laughs> looking rather a, a fa- I don't know because Vegeta has his has his hand on Goku's shoulder, so it looks it looks kind of funny. Yeah, I saw that pose, and I was like, that launched a thousand internet oh yes things. I thought it was cool. I was like, man, I wish I would have kept these beards. That was that was kind of shocking. Like, Vegeta kind of looked like his father. Have you a uh, sidebar? Have you seen the um the Street Fighter Five skin for Ryu that's called quote Sexy Ryu? Hot Ryu, or yeah. Hot- yeah, yeah, that's what it reminded me of, because he had a beard. I was like, what is this, like, <laughs> hot Goku? <laughs> I suppose. Honestly, it, the, the toy is probably coming out any day now. I know, and I would buy it. Absolutely. It's like, because their outfits, the gi is all is all ripped up, and, like, they, these guys have done nothing but train for three years. Goku looks like a caveman. Like, his, his shirt's all ripped up like a loincloth. <laughs> so, uh, after Chi-Chi yells for them to kind of take a shower, which I, I only assume that Goku and Vegeta bathe together. ho, <laughs> ho. Um, uh, they meet Manaka, and this is uh, the strongest person that Beerus has ever faced. And Manaka is a small pink fellow with kind of like lizard lips and big points on his chest because those are his nipples. I, I guess n- Manaka means nipples. <laughs> um, so they travel uh, on like, like this gigantic cube all the way to the nameless planet, and they see the super dragon balls, which really are planet sized. It actually is kind of cool. Even even Goku is amazed. So they land on the planet where they're going to be fighting the tournament, and they meet, or they, or they, they, they reunite with Kaioshin, Kabito, and the old Kai. And Goku's like, wait a minute, I thought you guys were permanently fused with the uh, Patori earrings. It's like, oh yeah, we use the uh, Namekian Dragon Balls to, to split us apart, which is, which is kind of cool. I mean, I actually, I actually really like them separate more, more than, than uh, join, so that was, that was kind of interesting to see. I, didn't, I did not know that was going to happen. Oh, no, me either. And I, I mean, it make, you know, makes sense when you, when you have something like Dragon Ball. So it's like, oh, yeah, they're, just because we haven't seen them in the stories. Like, oh, yeah, the Namekian Dragon Ball still exists. Like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the Universe 6 uh, Supreme Kais or Kaioshins are there. Like a big, fat, green guy and his like, kind of skinny attendant, which is kind of interesting to see. Um, so we see we, – we saw the, um, the tournament grounds from last episode. It's kind of a big area with a, a green announcer and – it's kind of like what it's like. One image is of Beerus. One image is of Champa, and we meet the Universe Seven. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the Universe Six team. Uh, Goku, Vegeta, and Piccolo spy a guy who looks pretty much exactly like Frieza, although he's lacking the lips. He's and he's a lot more like cool. No pun intended. Cooler colored. Like he has a kind of like a, a purple color palette to him. As a bluish, like a bluish purple. Yeah, yeah. N- no pinks or like 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 or like violet. White. Right. Exactly. I think there's a white. The white is more more like a bluish. Yeah. And violet. It's that's yeah. It literally looks like a, like, like a color swap. Excuse more the blues. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um. So like, I mean, I think Goku or Vegeta just straight up say Frieza, and um, we're told that this. I think, I think at some point we know that his name is Frost, and he's actually a good guy. Uh, we also see a gigantic robot, a Honey bear looking guy, and no, this dude, that dude looks like Winnie the Pooh. Yes, makes her jerk. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's freaking fat. Um, and we we see a small kind of guy who looks like a kind of a shrimp version of Mystic Gohan, named Kaba. And this is a Saiyan from Universe. Kind of reminds me Six. of Vegeta's brother. Oh, uh, Tarbol. Yeah. Yes, but he 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 has like a different art style to him. It looked like. Honestly, I thought that was a girl. <laughs> to be honest, I think it's because his eyes. His eyes yeah. don't seem to be outlined as much as like Goku and Vegeta's. Do. Yeah, he doesn't have their, their like eyebrows. They kind of like like hardened eyebrows that the, a lot of Dragon Ball characters have. Kind of, he kind of looks very like fair looking, like, easy looking face. But I mean, he's identified as a Saiyan, right? I would, Pretty easy. You could tell he's a Saiyan. He kind of has a spiky hair. He does. He does have a tail. And there's a, and there's some interesting exposition here because. Um, uh, in Universe Seven, Saiyans are actually good guys, and they actually like fight evil. And he's st- like, like apparently that uh, the Saiyans on Universe Seven. I'm sorry, Universe. I can't remember the wrong. Universe Six are still on Planet Sal Sadla, where Sa- Sa- yeah, Sal or Sadla or whatever it's called. Yeah, and I guess like that was the planet that they initially uh, uh, inhabited before they got on Planet Vegeta. I guess it was like, they're like their birth planet, uh, which and I'm sure this Eracon and um. 
Vegeta says, like, oh, yeah, that, that's true. Um, we destroyed that planet due to internal conflict in the Saiyan race. Um, and uh, what what uh, Kaba does now, he kind of just, the Saiyans kind of go around fighting evildoers. And um, they don't steal from other planets like, like, like Vegeta's Saiyans. You know, our Saiyans did. Which basically means that, like, our Saiyans are evil and, like, Universe 6's Saiyans are not evil, which is kind of funny. Yeah, they're like the the inverse. They're, I think they I think he says that they're hired out to to stop bad guys. So yeah, essentially the opposite of what Saiyans on Universe Seven did. Hero for hire. <laughs> now my question is uh, with this is if we go if we like look back because uh, you know the history of Planet Vegeta. If we look back to episode of Bardock, wasn't he sent back into the past of Planet Vegeta? Yep, and and there were no Saiyans there, right? Before the Saiyans ever got on that planet, and also, uh, there's at least a couple of continuities where like it's like Planet Tuffles, where like the, like like, like we talk about this like the planet eradicated Saiyans, and this is also in Dragon Ball GT, but like the Tuffle Planet uh, people were like, supposed to be con- con- conquered by the Saiyans. I mean, I, I don't think this actually contradicts it because this is this is like like the uh, the birth origin planet that, that he's talking about, and Vegeta. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying that this like the planet Vegeta not being their original planet. Has been established prior. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it kind of it lines up. It's not it's not like something new, right? Okay, right. cool. But but this, this but this is kind of like new. Like like we're learning more about the satellite planet. Yeah, uh, and Vegeta- so it's not it's not necessarily a retcon. It's just more explanation than what we've gotten in the past. So far, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Vegeta says Vegeta says after the tournament he'd like to see the planet for himself. And Kaba, at first, is kind of worried because because he, he learns how evil they were. But Vegeta, oh no no no, I'm not going to take over the planet this time. <laughs> so that, that's interesting. Yeah, I think he says we don't we don't steal planets anymore. Never mind. Him and Goku are the only two left. <laughs> right, right. Um, so then they have this like entrance exam, which kind of like some sort of test, and Goku barely passed, but Boo falls asleep, so he's instantly disqualified. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Vegeta, this is your fault. This is your idea. Um. So, they the way that this tournament works is basically if you win the match, you keep on fighting until you lose. Um, so it's kind of yeah, which I thought is kind of weird. I, I've seen that not in Dragon Ball, but I've seen that elsewhere. Where it's like it's, it's kind of like, like a uh, honestly, it's kind of like a build up system in one of the games where you keep on fighting until you get, get knocked out or, or lose. Yeah, so in theory, one person could win the entire tournament. Right, and and I think Goku even like, like is willing to risk that because he wants to go first. So Goku is allowed to go first. And he is going up against Boltamo, who is like the big honey bear, juggernaut looking thing. Um, and this is, this is, this is an interesting character. He, he has like this, he has no, no pants, of course, a big red wife beater and, a, and red wristbands. And, um, he, I mean, it's a pretty, honestly, it's a pretty straightforward fight. This kind of reminded me a lot of the, um, uh, other world tournament in that, like, he's kind of big, he's kind of fat. He's kind of, you know, but, but, Ultimately, it's just a matter of kind of, you know, outmaneuvering him because he's taking a lot of Goku's hits. He's taking a lot of, like, um, of, uh, of, um, Goku's attacks, his, his, uh, energy blasts, his Kamehameha, you know, at one point. And, um, Goku basically re- re- recognizes that he just needs to get, get him out of the ring because there is a ring, a ring out, uh, rule in the, in the tournament. Doesn't, uh, Jocko say that, you know, cause Jocko is there also with everybody. Doesn't he, um, doesn't he say that he's taking his attacks and teleporting Essentially, teleporting the force from his attacks to another dimension. Right. Yeah. So it does. So it isn't hurting him at all. Yeah. Which reminded. But the, mom was like, "What? How do you know that? Uh, probably." It reminded me of. Um, so Jacko's, Jacko's going to be very uh, intuitive at this point. Doomed to the match. It reminded me of uh, 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 I forgot his name, but like uh, he was like the yellow dude from movie two, the world's strongest, like a big flat flubbery guy that Goku tried to fight, and like his his like fist got stuck in his stomach. Not exactly that. Oh yeah, but a little bit like that. Similar, yeah. Um, basically, Goku just like throws. Spoiler: she throws him out of the ring and wins. <laughs> that really, is- I really like it. It, it. Showed even they even mentioned Piccolo even mentions. Oh yeah, he's using his brain. Like, okay, well I can't, <laughs> I can't hit you, so I'll just toss you out of the ring. And he kind of topples him over, being so heavy. So. Right, right. So that, so that was an instant ring out, and Champa's not very happy. So Goku keeps keeps on going, and the next battle is Goku versus Frost. And, uh, uh, Frost powers up to, like, his final form, quote-unquote, but his final form, which, which he calls his, his assault form, which is kind of cool, 
And it's basically like his color swap version of Frieza's third form, which we've not seen in a long time. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah, now, th- th- this is what tripped me out. This wasn't Frieza's final form. No. Right? On, on initially on the, in the Namek Saga. Oh, no, no, it was his third form. That's what I thought, okay. Like, like Frost says it's his final form, and I think that, like, I guess he was just lying. I'm, I'm trying to remember how this worked out. Because he does transform he, later uh, on. I think he says that... Um, it's his final form. Well, no. F- first, Goku says, uh, "You might, you're, you're probably going to essentially test my power limits, and then, you know, and then power, uh, uh, you know, change your forms as needed." Well, you might as well just go ahead and get your final form out of the way, right? So I don't defeat you, right? Because Goku's not fighting at full power either. He's he's been like in his base form the entire time. Yeah, and that's when the um the it's it's really cool. The announcer like gives you backstory for all the characters like bios for him you find out this yeah his right. assault form and you see some like some i guess you know not flashbacks but just like cutaways to you know his adventures yeah we, 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 we i didn't mention that like like, like frost actually has, he's a kind of a, kind of a superhero or so we think um like he basically like is one of those guys kind of goes around saving planets he's he has, he's actually fought with alongside kava which is actually a saiyan and a, and a member of like, of like the freezer clan um, and he, and he's very much like, 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 let's have a good match, you know, uh, let's have, have a nice match and everything will be okay. Um, he says that he's, uh, he, he, he essentially stops people who, from taking over planets, stops war-torn planets. Right. Yeah, and then he, he basically, he greets all the Z fighters and tell them, tells them thank you for their, uh, their time. He's like super polite. And I know that he's voiced by, um, oh gosh, I, I, I'm trying to say, the voice actor for Frieza. As the same voice actor for this guy, um, so it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, I only hope that the same voice actor comes back for the American dub. Oh yeah, um, is it Chris Hayes? Um, Chris Ayers, Chris Ayers, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's really like the, the, the Kai voice for Frieza is really good. So I, I agree. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure they're going to do that. Um, yeah, I imagine they would. So um, it's kind of cool because like like so Frost is in, his, in like is like in Frieza's third form. Goku has not seen that form, so he's actually very confused. So they fight for a bit. Eventually, Goku powers up to a Super Saiyan, and um, and uh, goads Frost into uh, uh, transforming into the recognizable fourth form that he knows. He's like, ah, that's that's better. That's his stuff. He's actually Goku kind of just like kind of like just I don't say beats him up, but he is clearly winning. He's overpowering him. He's outmaneuvering him. He's outfighting him. And Frost really can't land a blow. So before Goku can finish him off, Frost, uh, he throws a, a kind of a weak punch that Goku deflects. But right at that moment, Goku gets very tired and very woozy. And kind of just like, uh, kind of loses his strength. So Frost hauls off, kicks him, and Goku falls straight out the ring, and he loses! Bum, bum, bum! Um, and it falls unconscious. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> uh... Quite, and a surprise to me, Chi Chi's actually the one that kind of just jumps all the way over. She flies all the way over, uh, and exp- oh, dude, Chi Chi goes into like wife mode. What? <laughs> Hops into the arena, over the like out of the arena, and get, goes to Goku. Yeah, that, that, was, that was kind of sweet. I thought it was unexpected, but it was it was pretty cool. And Goku, Goku's like, well, I guess I lost. I just had a momentary uh, loss of consciousness, and um. And, and like uh, Frost, ah, oh, good job, Goku. That, that was a good match. He's like, very ingratiating uh, towards the match, even though he did win. Um, Beerus is not really happy, so he's, he's like, "Oh, come on now, uh, Piccolo, you go." So um, Piccolo, like, like he says, Goku, do I have a chance? How, how does he fight? And Goku straight up says, "You have no chance," which is like, "Wow, really, Goku?" Um, but he, he's he's going to try to wear him down before Vegeta fights him. So, um, Piccolo takes off his weighted clothing, and basically, he uses the entire fight to build up his Makankosapo, or his special beam cannon. Um, and I find this funny that, like, Goku, like, is really excited to see this, you know, the move that killed him, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Frost is kind of coming at him from left, right, and center, but Piccolo's trying to solve for time, but he, so he's, like, flying around... He uh, turns into he uses a multi form does dozens of piccolos. He even uses his antenna lasers, which I'm not seeing in freaking forever. I can't remember the last time I've seen that. I know he's done it before, but um, he uses those, and he's basically just trying to keep him away while he builds up the, builds up energy for the uh, SPC. And that thought that was kind of neat. 
Um, eventually, Frost just starts firing a bunch of death beams, and one does pierce through Piccolo's leg. So Frost is like, haha, you're doomed now. And then Piccolo uses his, his stretch arm attack, and basically kind of stretch, ties him up with his arm, and ha- and basically holds him far away from him, so he can't miss with the Makan Kosopo. And he's like, well, you're done. And at that moment, Piccolo starts to feel woozy and lose consciousness, just like Goku did. So, he's weakened, Frost shows up, and blasts right through his chest, imperfect cell, imperfect cell style, and Piccolo uh, misfires the special beam cannon, which fires straight into the ring, bursting it, which Vados quickly uh, fixes. And... I believe he's, he's, he's kicked out of the ring as well. Um, so, Frost wins again! Two major Z-Fires have lost in a row. And Beerus is like just like spitting feathers. Um, but, of all people, Jocko actually senses it. Oh, stop, 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 stop. You need to forfeit uh, that win and uh, kick Frost out because he's been cheating. Um, my special eyes have told me that he has some, some sort of like secret weapon that he's been using against the Z fighters, which um, which is illegal because weapons are illegal. And he says the check is right hand. Right, right, and and Vegeta's suspended that, but I think Jocko specifically saw it. Um, so the the uh, announcer checks it and actually gets pricked by the needle and kind of falls asleep. And and he's like, "Hey, you're cheating!" So he so the the, the match actually goes. The win actually goes away, and Piccolo's reinstated. But Vegeta says, okay, I'm, I'm taking this guy now. He is mine. And it's like, well, Piccolo is no longer uh, disqualified, so it's Piccolo's go. And, and Vegeta's like, no, because Piccolo's going to uh, uh, forfeit. Aren't you, Piccolo? And, like, Christopher Sabat's, uh two main characters kind of just stare at each other for several seconds. Well, Piccolo says, yeah, I guess I was going to forfeit. And, and I almost don't know what that was about. <laughs> um... See, I took that scene in a completely different, um, a diff- different regard. Oh, how so? Well, I took it as obviously like this is this is Vegeta's shot to essentially kill Frieza, right? Like, oh sure, like that's uh, to avenge his people, you know, and to kind of basically like, that's that's what he's been longing for. And I think Piccolo recognizes that because he's because you know he says like Piccolo's going to forfeit, and he's like, so I am. Like, I I just kind of gathered that. He he was gonna you know step back and let and let Vegeta do this like I, kind of a, re- a respect thing. Um, I, I have thoughts on that, but I, I want to save him for, for the review a little bit later on. Um, but uh, we should mention that at this point that like the ruse has been you know revealed and Frost basically outs himself as a douchebag. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. But um, he basically says, you know what? I'm not actually a good guy. I pose as a good guy, but I start wars and then I hire myself and I have myself hired out to to, to end them. Um, so he's, he's been evil the entire time, uh, and Vegeta's like, I knew I couldn't trust you. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly, he's not, he's not Jay Garrick after all. Um, uh, and Kaba's kind of annoyed because, uh, he trusted him. So, uh, Vegeta's like, I'm gonna end this in, like, one blow, basically. So Frost powers up and he says, okay, uh, if, if, if we, if, uh, we're messing around the rules, let's have a rule. No holds barred, and killing is, and for this, for this match, killing is, uh, uh, within the rules. And he powers, powers up, rushes to Vegeta, and Vegeta, uh, gives him the old, uh, uh, Pui and basically, like, beats him in one shot. And I, I, I think he hits him against the, the top of the ring, and he falls out of bounds. But, yeah. he, but he doesn't kill him. So, uh, the guy's still alive. I should say, he, Vegeta was a super saiyan when he did that. Um. So that was that was fast, uh, and Vegeta wins, and I said at this point we're like, um, Champa and Vados. Like, all, right, all, right, all right, okay. Here's a new rule: no more out of bounds, no hardly any flying, because everyone has lost out of bounds. That's not really exciting. So we're going to fix the top of the dome, and if you touch this new magical cube that we, that this, this new spiffy cube that we that we've just created, uh, you will be automatically disqualified. So while they're doing that, um. Which also mentioned that, like, uh, there was a big pile of intergalactic riches that uh, Champa had enticed his team with that they won. So, while everyone's kind of looking away, Frost sneaks off and tries to get all, the, all this treasure. But he's uh, tracked down by Hit, who apparently is, is a hitman named Hit. That's got to be Toriyama. Um, and um, he's like, ah, did you, were you sent to me as an assassin? I didn't think you were going to come after me. And Hit doesn't say anything. And I'm trying to remember exactly what he does. 
he does a technique where like he, he, he it's like it's like you Hakusho where like he like like uh, Frost is in his territory where like the ground around him starts to like kind of like glow and look all crystallized and Hit has like a bunch of like light beams shot from inside his body hell yeah <laughs> and like he, I don't is he dead <laughs> uh I don't think he's dead but he might be um. But Vados is looking in the back like, like oh, I, I didn't have to step in after all. And, and Hit drags him back to the ring. Or to like the ring area. So, Vegeta won the last round. So the next match... It, and also, they because Goku was, was injured, they reinstated Goku. So Goku can still fight. But they want to keep... Monaka, or Beerus wants to keep Monaka last. And Beerus is actually extremely insistent that Monaka is last. Like, it doesn't matter if he doesn't get to fight. But like, he really wants to not play him until like the final fight. So... It's agreed that uh, Goku and Vegeta kind of just take on take on everybody else until they lose. So uh, Vegeta is still in the in the tournament, and he is going up against uh, Mageta, who is a big like robot looking guy. And it's, it, at first, it seems like a, like a basic fight of you know speed versus strength. He's very strong, but he's not very fast. But then, uh, as Vegeta kind of just like knocks on his head a bit, he increases with his speed and his strength, and eventually. He starts like attack. He, start, he starts attacking uh, Vegeta with what they call lava spit, which is basically like like lava breath. And um, Vegeta's kind of, yeah, they determine it's not a weapon. It's I guess a part of him. Right, right. It's like an energy attack. Um, so Vegeta's dodging this, but he nearly hits the barrier. So he has to be careful. So he tries to fire energy blast. He tries to fire key blast into the lava spit, kind of bounce it off. But the area is becoming extremely hot through through all the lava, uh, and. As he's trying to power up and become Super Saiyan and kind of like you kind of blow everything away, the the fog and the steam from the heat are uh, affecting him, and he's kind of overheating himself and losing energy. What will Vegeta do? Tune in next time. And that was episode thirty-five and the first several rounds of the Universe Six arc. Um. So Jesse, we were, we were talking a little bit before about what we were thinking about this arc uh, uh, before we started recording. But like, uh, what are you thinking so far with the, with the first few fights in these episodes? I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, so far the fights have kind of been everything I wanted in that they're they're relatively diverse as far as like techniques go, and they're it seems like they put more effort into them than than some of the other you know fights that we've had. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Um, oh, um, I think that overall the tournament, I think overall is good. Um, it's definitely, I think that this tournament relies more on strategy than any other Dragon Ball tournament that I've seen. Um, there's a lot more, uh, strategy. <laughs> there's a lot more tactics. It's not, it's, it, they, they have yet to play the who is stronger than who card with these fights. I mean, Vegeta, you know, overpowered Frost, but... Uh, you know, Piccolo says, I'm a strategist where I come from. Uh, so, like, even if Piccolo... I mean, Piccolo... Like, Frost said that, you know, if he didn't have that weapon, he would have lost Piccolo, which is interesting. Um, Goku outmaneuvered uh, Boltimo. Um, so, I think that there's there's some there's some good uh, diversifying in the fights in that, like, it's not straight-up classic DBZ where it's, like, you know, the strongest wins. Um I think that at first, I kind of like like the last month. I wasn't loving the first episode or two, like you know, like like uh, the hijinks and getting there, and like the fight, the fight, the fight with Baltimore. I thought was kind of like you know, I've, I feel like I've seen that before, like a big fat guy that like he's trying to throw off the ring. In fact, I know I've seen that before, but um, I thought Frost was a very intriguing character and a pretty cool swerve. I thought that he, oh, actually, he's evil all along, and um, additionally, I'm very intrigued by Hit. I think he's a very cool character. Um, I like the kind of like up and down about you know Goku lost and Piccolo lost, but you know they were cheated, so they're kind of back in now and they're kind of saving Monaco for last. So like, um, I wasn't loving it from the beginning, but it really it really did pick up about like a uh, halfway through. Once the frost fights started happening, I was really enjoying it too. So I, I think um, I probably didn't enjoy it as much as you did as consistently, but um, overall, I, I am I am liking this quite a bit. So where should we? Go from. Let's, you know, why don't you start off? Because I, I think my, my, my thoughts are kind of overall and generic. Uh, what would you want to talk about first? I've got a. There's a few things like I really liked about this. Well, for one, you know, just to be an art right now based on you know a tournament. 
there's a lot of subplots going around, a lot of kind of intrigue pieces that they've laid out on the table in this, these episodes here. You know, a lot of st- a lot of lore about Saiyans we got so far, like like uh when they're in this the the chamber of spirit and time. Um, I don't know if I've heard this before, but apparently Vegeta told Goku that Saiyans don't essentially don't age until they're up in their eighties. Yeah, that that was that was that was a new so explanation. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, well, okay, that kind of answers a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think we both kind of kind of talked about how it appears that Saiyans you know age slower or something. So th- that was kind of that was kind of cool. And then you know we also learn a lot about the kind of history of the Saiyans as far as where they're from. Mm-hmm. And of course, introducing another Saiyan, even if it's a Saiyan from a different universe, is always kind of cool. Without you know the same thing. Oh, here's yet another Saiyan. Like it. it it kind of suffers, you know, that Kryptonian effect where it's like, oh, yeah, you kind of, you kind of dilute the table there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is, this is one of those instances where, like, you know, when they pull a saint out of their butt, this is completely justified because it is another universe. It's, it's not, oh, I guess Frieza missed another saint, like Brawly or whatever. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, at no point was ever bothered by a uh, Kaba. I thought Kaba is an interesting character that I'm looking forward to seeing more of. Yeah, I, I like the idea of you know a good Saiyan, quote unquote. Uh, and I mean, really, just so far, the the whole idea of the universe six, they kind of set up that it's almost like a mirror universe, or that you know, it it, it is like a mul- you know, it's the multiverse effect where oh well, you know, let's take that idea and just turn it on its head, like you know, a good Saiyan or you know, even a good Frieza. I, th- I think I think introducing a Saiyan and then stating okay, these Saiyans are good made it more believable to say hey, this is a good Frieza. So it's like okay, it kind of sets the precedence, right. it sets you up. Because initially, I didn't, I didn't think the swerve was going to be there with Frost. Oh yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's that's a point. Then it kind of, you know, they kind of kept feeding you. He's so nice, and I'm like, eh, it's getting suspicious. That that's a good point. I did not. I was suckered by the Frost uh, twist too. I did not see that coming. And they did, they did really lull you into a false sense of security with Kaba. And basically, because I, I remember asking this like back in, uh, in the first part, you know, in a Dragon Ball Z podcast. Um, if like the Saiyans were like flat out meant to be just a, just an evil race, because um, it, it sure seemed like that. So like, I guess in Universe Seven they straight up are evil, but like uh, they're not evil automatically with other uh, universes. So I guess it's I guess it's more uh, situation, and then I guess Saiyan culture as opposed to something innate to them. Yeah, because the comment says we still like to fight, but you know we we don't conquer other planets like um, Vegeta's father did, and Frieza had them. Yeah, too. they're essentially all Goku's. Although uh, I didn't think I didn't think about that. So if the Saiyans have yet to be conquered or rule anything like that, but Frost is still evil, um, I'm su- I'm surprised that Frost didn't try to take over the Saiyans like Frieza took over the Saiyans because he is evil. Well, from what he he says, he says that he he takes he goes and stops wars and then I guess buys the planets cheaper because they're you know war torn. And then sells them under the table. So like, something like that. It sounds like a smarter plan than what Frieza had, or you know, like like a different plan than than what Frieza had. It's it's it's, it's still in the land of intergalactic like real estate. Uh, that I think Raditz. He's just not as it. obvious about. It. I guess not as as con- you know. One, he's, one yeah, he's, like, it's more of the mafia where like it's a lot more uh, kind of like like it's not as brazen. Um, which is honestly kind of worse because like he's he's putting people under a false sense of um, uh, security. And he's, I mean, he's very powerful. Uh, I, I, I really like, what do you think about the character of Frost? Because we got a lot of them in, the, in these. Oh, I think, I think he's a good antagonist. And I mean, I mean, he's, you know, we got, I think we got more character from him than we got from Frieza in such, such a short notice. Like, hmm. you know, Frieza, he, he's evil. You know, this guy, it's like, okay, well, for one, we know more about his plans, like from his explan, his, uh, you know, his, his, Exposition he spilt, right. and then you know we also kind of get more of his power levels, and yeah, I mean essentially to be you know you know the, the mirror universe version of Frieza, he's a lot more interesting than I thought it'd be. I, I will say I'll, I'll say it for Frieza a little bit. I don't know if I want to say that he's a marching character. I think that Frieza's personality has given us a bit more because we've, we've seen a lot of Frieza though, and Frieza's personality only goes so far. But like I feel that like um. It was. It, I would say that like like Frost's character is a good change of pace. I'll say this: he's a much better Frieza knockoff than Chilled was from episode of Bardock. Yeah, 
Um, or even, I mean, and I like Cooler, but I, th- I think Frost is more more inter- of an interesting personality than Cooler because he is so yeah. sneaky and because he really did he really did fool me. Uh, which, which, which well, I'll, I'll say that I, I'm not I'm not saying he he's uh he has more character than Freeze. I'm saying like, at this point, like if you look at if you compare his you know short tenure to when like Frieza was developed or was introduced at this amount of time, I think he's had more thought put into him. Right, currently, you know, he might not go anywhere, but <laughs> they, they 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 consciously put a lot into him. Mm. I guess to kind of subvert our expectations, like you were saying, you know, they they fooled you, they fooled me too. Like I was like, okay, you know, this is cool, you know, a good a good Frieza character. Yeah, and and, and I, I like how I mean, I, I I feel that like I would have been a little more disappointed uh, by the sort of oh he's just evil the, the entire time, but he was never like Frieza. Like even though he was voiced by the same same voice actor, he never was like uh, and like just like kind of just running around and like kind of doing the whole like ho 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 like you know he didn't turn yeah. into Frieza. Was much more subdued. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even you know even his his character and then even you know his he's revealed to be evil. His even his, the way he's evil is the opposite of Frieza to an extent. You know he's not yeah he's not cackling and. He's a different character. He's also not nearly as spoiled as Frieza. Like, Frieza had a shit fit when Goku started beating him up on Namek. Whereas this guy, he's kind of sneaky, but like you don't see him kind of throw into that temper tantrum that Frieza did. So he's he's still different enough. Even if he is evil, he's not. He doesn't fall into Frieza. I mean, I, I, I gotta really applaud them because I feel that like this show, you know, thus far, there are times where it shows a lack of imagination. But that's actually a very very clever subversion of the Frieza character. If you're gonna if you're gonna have an alternate universe Frieza like character, this is actually a very, very clever way to go about it, I think. Especially considering, you know, like initially the the big the big spin on the character was that he was good. But it's like he's still an evil Frieza character, but he's still different enough that it's interesting. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um and you, you said that uh Goku never saw Frieza's third form? No, because remember uh, when Piccolo fought Freeze Third Form, Goku was like in like the healing tank. That's right. That's right. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah, because that's that's his because he he has his first form, then the big horned form that killed Krillin. <laughs> well, it stabbed Krillin something something fierce. Yeah. Yes. Then that form. And then his uh his final form. <laughs> I like. I, I honestly. I, I honestly like that. that you, you can't remember if it killed Krillin or not. You might as well have. <laughs> <laughs> like, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was kind of wondering if he was gonna go the same form that freeze like what is it golden freeze? Gold, yeah, I was wondering that too. Yeah, but uh, on the whole, I really really dug all of the 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 universe six people uh, because you get a good mix of kind of throwaway you know throwaway opponents essentially with you know the lava guy and then you know the big fat bear like there's there's not much character there you know they're just right. they're just Physically different, char- like designed characters that are just kind of thrown in there. But I think all the other characters are all interesting. You know, you've got uh, the Saiyan. I can't remember Kaba. His name. Kaba. You've got Frost, and then you've got Hit, who was really intriguing to me because you know he he he's you don't hear anything about him. He doesn't say anything. He just stands there the entire time. Yeah, he and he yeah. almost has a Piccolo look to him. So I was really intrigued by that. All three of those characters are really interesting. Those are those are, I think good additions to the to the story right now. Yeah, Hit really kind of like like um I don't want to say woke me up, but like it, he really grabbed my attention because uh, he has kind of neat design. He's not really said much because he, he has a serious design, so you know that like he's not gonna be a throwaway character. Um, but that, I thought that attack was fucking cool. <laughs> I thought that was the, yeah. the coolest what attack. This is something awesome looking. I th- that was the coolest attack I've seen since I don't know when. <laughs> that was awesome, <laughs> um, and like it, and like Frost, like you know, like, who sent you or whatever. Like, oh, wh- what is his deal? I can't wait till we see him fight. <laughs> oh, I'm so down. Um, and Cobb is cool. I, I mean, like, um, I know. Uh, I, I don't know how how the tournament ultimately ends up, but I know who Kaba fights, and I don't know how that turns out necessarily. But like, uh, I'm aware of, of like kind of like, like, like some stuff with Kaba. Not really anything to kind of speak of. But I'm looking forward to seeing him develop because he seems like somebody yeah, who like I, really, uh, really could learn something from Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, and I don't like I don't get these don't these characters don't come off like movie character like you know the filler movie characters, right? Like I think you know there was that uh, what was it movie six 
There was a, which was one? there a tournament movie six? Oh, was that, movie uh, nine with the the Galaxy Warriors. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're not like those guys who are largely forgettable. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're straight up just there to be beaten up and killed. Yeah, so, yeah, and, I, and you know, like you were saying with subverting some of our expectations. I mean, even stuff like Goku getting getting out the you know the pretty much the first match or the second match, right? Like. Mm. I was like, okay, where is this going to go? Like that, that kind of had me on the edge of the seat. Like, oh, this is this is an interesting development here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, of course, you know, I was kind of they kind of played with like, your expectations because oh, Goku's out of the match. Like, you know, everybody's wait. You know, Goku's not there. That's a common theme with Dragon Ball. Like, oh, he's either dead or we're waiting for him to get here or something happens. Kind of, you take your big player off the table. But they kind of spurred that by you know letting him come back in. Mm-hmm. And I love that that Vegeta essentially kills Frieza, <laughs> just like he nearly did in the uh, Resurrection F. He nearly did in Resurrection F before Frieza. I think him. I think it was telling for of his character that he didn't kill him though. Yeah, I, honestly, like I am surprised. I am continuously surprised by like whenever Vegeta shows that he is a good guy in Dragon Ball Super so far because he he, he is. Even in Dragon Ball Z, he would be like somebody who's like, 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 would just kill somebody. And in here, he shows a lot of restraint, and he assures Kaba, no, I'm not going to hurt you, you know, I'm not going to take over your planet or whatever more. And, you know, that's nice. I mean, after all of this, he would be like this. He isn't, he isn't like he used to be. But it's new to me because I'm used to seeing, like, the very bloodthirsty, you know, very aggressive Vegeta. And this one's a bit more mature than that. Which, which, so I, I, I appreciate the kind of development. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think with, him and Goku are both, you know, have both gotten development. You know, Goku's even he was shown to have. I don't know about Goku. I'll be honest with that. <laughs> He's well, kind of oh, same. Yeah. Well, I, no, that's true. I won't say Goku as much, but I liked that he was shown to be intelligent as far as fighting when he drugged the carrot out of the ring. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. And I thought he had some he had some uh, nice moments with Chi Chi, mm-hmm. particularly when like Chi Chi's bringing him back and. He's bringing back the conscious, and she hugs him, and, and he's like, Chi-Chi, everybody's, everybody's here. Everybody's watching. Goku-san! Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like Goku's getting embarrassed. Like, he's blushing. I, I found that hilarious. It's just weird, though. I, I remember in the Saiyan arc, at the very end, when Goku and Krillin and Gohan are all, like, beaten and bloody on the ground, and Chi-Chi shows up and legitimately just leaps over Goku just to run to Gohan. And like and like Bulma and, and Roach are like, but what about your husband? Who cares about him? So this was actually kind of a nice reversal of that. <laughs> but um, because he used to be not so very nice. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, so w- w- which fight did you were you like the most uh, attached to? Uh, probably the Piccolo fight. Mm-hmm. Because Piccolo just he 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 had a very good showing. Like that's one other thing I loved you know about about this this arc so far and you said that you know they haven't really done the power level thing yet right yeah it's like it's it's like okay Goku got Goku lost by this guy granted he was by cheating but they didn't know it at the time and then Piccolo almost beats him like that's like on the face of it like judging by you know power levels like that shouldn't happen right like that's that's something oh well this shouldn't happen this late in the game and they and i think they even kind of address it you know goku's like oh do i have oh he's like do i have a chance nope so <laughs> they kind of once again they're kind of subverting your expectations they're kind of setting you up kind of what the fans would say nope you don't have a chance you're just piccolo and then he holds his own the own fight his whole fight and then you find out he would have won like he he knows he has one move that could to do and he, yeah, he has a strategy, and it work. It works for him, other than you know the fact that he he was cheated out of it. Yeah, um, I honestly expected Piccolo to win. Like, I think that like like when Goku said that he couldn't win, I was like, I'm I'm, I'm sure Piccolo could take this guy because like because like you know Piccolo's no fool, and honestly like like, like it wasn't so Frost who had had a magnificent showing at that time. Uh, so I'm glad that like Frost said you know yeah you would have gotten me if it wasn't for my handy dandy needle. Um, yeah. Uh, was <laughs> just so cool when he was real to be cheating. I just love that. Yeah, you see, seeing Piccolo, you know, use all of his tricks, you know, all, like just jumping around and dodging everything. I was like, that, that's that's awesome. Like, yeah, I just don't think we've gotten that good a showing for Piccolo in a long time. Yeah, he's not. He's. I, I miss the days of the, of like the early Cell Saga when he was actually the strongest person on the planet. But um, I'm I'm glad that he's here and he did have a good showing because his him losing further the plot. And not more so than just like kind of big. It wasn't to big up the villain. It was kind of just like to kind of further the storyline rather than show. Oh, look how awesome Frost is! So that was actually. 
I mean, I, 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 I gotta hand it to, um, it might be Toriyama, or it might be Tortara, I don't know, probably not. But, like, I mean, this is, I, I can't remember the last time the, the, the writing has been this, um, kind of dynamic. Because it really does subvert expectations. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, and, uh, just, yeah, like you were saying, you know, it wasn't, I, I even like, you know, when the line, I think Piccolo says, um, well, when he's, he's like, hey, basically just tire him out for Vegeta. <laughs> and Piccolo's like, who would have thought I would be in this situation? Like, com- it's, it's almost a commentary on the character. Like, oh, I used to be so strong. Now I'm relegated to this. And then, you know, he, he flips it on, on its head and, yeah, and, and subverts expectations. I think that's really just the big takeaway from all these episodes for me so far is that it's, it's kind of playing with the audience right. and, and it's, it's self-aware to an extent. Yeah, I, I mean, like, Pico Pillow even said, like, you know, everyone's underestimating me. In a good me. way. Right, right. He's, he's like, he's like, everyone's under, under, underestimating me, and I'll show you, and, um, um, I, I, it's funny, because, like, I feel that, like, they haven't played it kind of safe so far, we're like, yeah, everything you love from Dragon Ball, you know, angry women, and, and Piccolo and Goku, and all that kind of stuff, but, like, where this one, it's like the writers, like, like, let's have some fun with this, and kind of, kind of divvied up a bit. Um, and I, and I hope that they, could, they continue to do that. I know that, like, um, I I'm, I don't know how the Trunks arc later on, or maybe the, the universe survival arc that's, that's happening right now as we record this is going. But like, I hope that it's a lot more of a writing thing rather than just a power play. Because you know, even the most ardent Dragon Ball fan will say like that is a, a crutch of the original series. It was very much who was the strongest, and um, it, it kind of lost you know some tension from that. We're here. Um, I still th- I, I still don't think it's, it's as tense as Dragon Ball Z ever got, but. I, I I gotta say I was I was, I have never been like as like oh wow I I did not see that coming like that happened at least two or three times so um before I start repeating myself I'll, I'll, I'll end it in that part there um I did think and I'm not sure if this kind of comes from me I did think that like like three out of the four episodes I thought the animation was actually kind of weak um but the last episode where like like the one that started with like Vegeta beating up Frost I thought that was actually pretty good um the way that they animate the show is with some like you know very bright colors and. I know that, like, they've gone through some production problems, and it's been, like, a very bad schedule, whatever. And Lord knows they have bad animation in Dragon Ball Z, but... I don't know. It doesn't bother me too much, but it's something that I noticed, that, like, whenever the animation kind of is set up for an episode... uh, Because... I I, I don't know. How much did you think about animation in Dragon Ball Z? Where every single episode looked different? Uh, I remember. I I specifically remember an episode where we we had a big discussion on it because I was like I I noticed a difference. Uh, but after after a while, I mean, I I just kind of got got used to it to an extent. I got used to seeing like the the different styles and different quality kind of jumble all, all over the place. Right. Yeah. And and watching these episodes, I actually I think it was I guess maybe the second episode, Frost versus Goku. And I thought, you know, I was like, wow, this is this is some pretty decent animation. Like, I remember, I remember a lot of people hating on it, and I was like, I, I don't, I don't see the the bad quality. Like, everything seems fluid. And I know, you know, particularly when uh, when Piccolo, you know, does all of his clones, I, I noticed. I was like, okay, wow, you know, all of those look fairly detailed. It doesn't, it doesn't look yeah, like th- a terrible. That was a new animation. effect. Yeah, that was a new like digital effect that they were doing, which kind of neat. Yeah, and I know, I know uh, around his head when he's charging his his key, that was a digital effect. And I thought I thought that was implemented good because, um, you know, even even with one of the movie uh, the movies, I, I mentioned that the digital effects were implemented very well because I think that's a hit or miss thing. Like it can either come off really good or very very jarring. The mixture of three D and you know two D animation. Right. I mean, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, like uh, I mean, I'm thinking about episodes like uh, when. Goku and Vegeta fought, and they had their, their beam battle. Or when um, and Goku turned Super Saiyan for the first time, or when Gohan went Super Saiyan two. Or I mean, like you know, movie thirteen, like like Wrath of the Dragon, that battle in the middle of the, of the city at night. Like, I mean, I'm not, I, I am, I'm saying, I understand, like you know, we can't necessarily go back to 1995 anymore. Um, but I do miss, and that's, you know, this you know, a lot of animation fans like you know complain about you know, hand drawn animation versus digital, digital animation. Uh, so it always has like the kind of drawbacks, but um, uh, it's been a while since I've seen Dragon Ball Z look very detailed, and I think this one I was kind of yearning for a bit more of that with like a tournament. It's like I want to see like you know really freaky things, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain too much because I know this is kind of the, the nature of the beast. 
Um, uh, I mean, what else? I mean, I mean, these are pretty succinct episodes. I mean, I, I, they, like the series is very uh, almost episodic, which makes it kind of easy to kind of go in from one to another. But um, I'm trying to think. Is there any other major events? Uh, you know, to me, it feels it feels like um, these episodes versus what we watched prior. It, it feels like they wanted to get to right here, and they had to do that. They had to set up a lot, and it, it feels like the. They had an idea, like you were, you were saying, you know, they stuffed all the Dragon Ball tropes into those episodes. You know, like you said, angry women, power level, stuff like that. It, it seems like they implemented it better here than they did there. And I don't know if it's because they, they, they had an idea for a tournament and then had to kind of work backwards, had to lead up to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, this was the focus, and it's like, alright, let's write these episodes to get there. But that was an afterthought, almost. Right, right. Um... Yeah, I think I think that like um, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm not sure what else I can add to that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I was going to say maybe maybe when they did the movies again, like Battle of Gods and Resurrection F, they were a lot more serialized, like Dragon Ball Z. Where like you know, Dragon Ball Z had the manga to kind of go after, whereas those episodes had the movies kind of go after, so they would kind of bleed in from one to another. But this one's an original story, so it's a, it's a bit more episodic in that way. I, I can only imagine because I'm not seeing them yet. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess th- those are the, uh, episode reviews, and I guess for next time, we shall, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're probably going to cover, uh, uh, just make sure I, I figure this out, I should have done this ahead of time, uh, what'd you think of King Nibbles? Oh, yeah, we're not, we're not talking about much about Monaka. um, I mean, he's okay, he, he, as of now, he's a gag character, but... I'm interested to see if there's any value in that, and I'm not really expecting well, much. He's he's uh he's, well, I guess initially when he appears, he's he's set up to be the strongest character. Mm-hmm. Then there's the whole nipple thing, which is a gag, and then, um, I guess it's is it was it revealed that he's he was a uh, like a sham essentially, at the uh, end, or was Be- it Beerus really freaked out when Goku was just asking about him, and. I think it's well, he, he, let's see. He says he says that he has to fight last. Yeah, he doesn't want Goku to talk to him because Goku's like, "Hey, we need to start. We need to spar." <laughs> Goku punches him in the face, yes. and he doesn't block it. He just he has like a running nose after that. So it's 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 hinting and it, to me anyway. It's hinting that okay, maybe he's not as powerful as Beerus wants him to like is trying to play him up to be. And I my theory is that he's he's trying to basically blow smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, to Goku, like to to want to kind of get Goku to hype up to get him as strong as possible. If Goku knows someone stronger than him, you know he's gonna want to you know reach that level. That's my theory, anyway. But yeah, I, I don't know how it plays out. So. Yeah, I, I have I have no idea. Uh, I, I think it's, it's either this will be kind of interesting, or it will just be like you know a wacky gag where it falls out falls down at the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like turns out he's not strong. Or he'll be he'll be like a character like Boo, and it's like he looks ridiculous. But he's turns out he really is strong. Like, but the nipple thing cracked me up though, because I, I guess that's just like it's it's such a uh, seems like such an anime moment. Like, you know, oh, what does that what does that mean? I have large nipples. What? Like, and I'm sitting there watching, like, what? And, and I mean, the look on Goku's face is. Pretty much the same. Like I, he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is like it, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> so for next time, we shall cover episodes thirty six. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say the titles because because there might be spoilers. Thirty six, uh, thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine, forty, and forty one. Uh, that will be uh, our coverage, 36 through 41. Six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Th- uh, six episodes for The Next Dimension. Wait, that was five. Wait, 30, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I do know math, I promise. <laughs> I don't know if I do. <laughs> but, um, so before we end the episode, we shall cover our feedback. And I'll read the first one, then you, can, you want to read uh, Rich's? I know you like you enjoy Rich. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. So, uh, the first of our emails comes in from a new Z-mailer, all of those, uh, a man named Alex. And Alex writes, Hi, Don and Jesse. 
My name is Alex, and I've been a listener for a while, but I've never had the courage to send you an email until now. <laughs> he found the courage. Um, this podcast introduced me to podcasts, a world I never, a world of entertainment I never knew about. The only reason I found this podcast was because I was searching through iTunes for deselated things, and then I found the podcast sections. I've listened to the podcast ever since. I would love to create one, but I lack the motivation and the time. This show will always be my favorite podcast. I love the discussions and banter between you guys and all the tangents. I love comics as well, so the comic book segments are very much appreciated. My first experience with DBZ was with the video games, actually. I remember I, would, I was watching my friend play Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3 on the PS2. I clearly remember him seeing, destroy, seeing him destroy a villain as Future Trunks. He had such a badass sword and epic combos. I instantly knew that he was my favorite character. I was still sick uh, stick by this even after watching the anime. You have no idea how, how excited I was when Toy announced that Future Trunks was coming back. When Dragon Ball Super first came out, I was thrilled to see a revival of the series. However, some of the animation disappointed me and the retelling of Battle of Gods and Resurrection F only agitated me. I ended up watching the first 11 episodes and then I waited until the new arc started. I started watching Dragon Ball Super on a weekly basis after that. The next few episodes are good, but there are some elements that let me down. This includes a few irritating character decisions and some shoddy animation. However, this arc altogether left me with a positive feeling. The Future Trunks arc is hype! If you guys are still interested in the Dragon Ball video games, I recommend Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. It's a free mobile game on iOS and Android that is extremely addicting. By the way, I'm a man. <laughs> thank you for the email. Reading my email, sincerely, Alex. Uh, thank you, Alex. I think that's the second time that someone's clarified that they're a man. But I love uh, news emailers. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much for saying that we're your favorite podcast. Um, hope we don't let you down. I know. I, we have and, such uh, please, lofty, such lofty goals to live up to there. Right. Um, and I feel free, feel free to email again. And our next and last email comes from an old friend. I'm Jesse, so excited. If you'll do the honors, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, I guess this is uh this is from our good friend Rich Bourne. He's back. What Hell is there. up, fellas? It seems your separate sabbaticals have done you well. While I may not be as quick on the email draw as other alumni, Alex or Daniel, I return after having sadly forgotten to write a send off for the fiftieth episode. And though this isn't the GT podcast you two keep vehemently avoiding, I'm stoked nonetheless you have returned. To keep it tame about myself, oh lord, Alex To keep it tame about myself, I'll simply say <laughs> I've still been living the high life as you'd expect, even if I'm only earning a pizza delivery job paycheck. But more importantly, in the last year, I've, I've collected there. all the old colored bricks fr- from the OG through GT. Books, maybe? No, no, no. Uh, the the colored brick, the orange bricks are like what people call like the the original Funimation DVDs because they're, they're all of these orange collections that kind of look orange. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't. Oh yes. That's kind of weird. We mentioned bricks. After watching no all of Dragon Ball in English, I started over and went about watching the entire series in Japanese. Ala Herms from Konzenshu. Yes. I'm currently in the Boo Saga and Vegito first appeared. Finally, having watched the series subbed from the beginning gave me a new outlook on my beloved series. I've been happy to gain. I've never had a problem with subs, but doing this watch through makes super easier to jump into as well. I, like many other, I, like many other listeners, are up to date on the series, but have been curious about your guys' take. Y'all were smart to jump past the movie arcs, and I can't wait until the Universe 6 tournament in Next Dimension style. What a wild ride it's been, and what a wild and what a wild ride back it'll be. Your friend on Cloud Nine, Rich Bourne. Thank you very much, Rich. I, 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 it's always good to hear. As much as it's, it's go, as good as it is here, here from a newsy Miller, is it's honestly even better to hear from a, a classic returning Z Miller. I, I like to know that we haven't we haven't lost anybody <laughs> so far. Although I'm yearning to hear from our old maniacal pal Saskia. Uh, she she was she had quite a. Uh, Quite some entertaining emails near the end of that. Um, we must we must bring back the squad. <laughs> we must light the signal yet again. I, d- yeah, Daniel, where the, where the hell are you, man? Come on. Yeah, man, you missed a month, dude. Um, ah, tisk tisk. Uh, 
Yes, that, that, that was a surprisingly tame email for Rich. Yeah, no, no, no sleazy exploits about his <laughs> people he's working with or people that he's seeing or not seeing. <laughs> I know. Has he turned a new leaf? Find out next time. <laughs> on this and more on the next episode of The Next Emission. Is he going to pull a frost? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as as he buys emails and sells them. <laughs> so, reveal, I was a scumbag. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying you're a scumbag. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so uh, that was our episode. Um, actually, kind of, kind of a, kind of a. I guess this is the way that Super will be for a while. Uh, maybe, maybe not next time because there'll be more episodes, but uh, a fairly uh, brief one. Uh, these, are, these are usually like, like like two hours long. But like, um, anyways, yes. Like, as we said, next episode we will cover episodes 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, and 41. Finishing out the Universe 6 saga, or arc. But um, until that next episode, Jesse, do you have any final words for the month of February? Uh, I thought this episode was very succinct. Um, that, that's not my final words, though. My final words would be, um, oh, crap. I don't, I don't This, I don't this know. is never your fault, because I always kind of just spring this on you. And I, Yes, you do. I know it's coming every 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 month, too. I, sh- I should plan ahead. <laughs> um, I, I think I'll say... Uh, don't wear tight green tank tops because your, your nipples might show like Manaka. Hey, hey! The king of nipples, or whatever he was called. Sayonara. Thank you for listening to The Next Dimension, a Dragon Ball Super podcast. You can find the show and leave feedback at dbznextdimension.lipson.com or write in for emails at dbznextdimension at hotmail.com. If you like what we're doing, please leave in feedback at iTunes or like us on Facebook and our Facebook group page. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Super are all owned by Funimation, Toy Animation, Fuji TV, and Akira Toriyama. As always, Dragon Ball is created by Akira Toriyama.